Hello, and welcome to the Aging Name for Sissies podcast. My name is Marcy Backus, and I am your host. Well, on today's episode, we are going to talk about something that's not super happy, but I think it's really important. So we're going to talk about pet loss. We're going to talk about pet loss for everyone, but we're also going to talk about pet loss for seniors. So sit back, get ready, have a box of tissues today because I think we'll need it. But as always, I will catch you up on what's been going on with me. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend, and here we are, the start of summer. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it seems like summer comes faster and faster every year. Fall comes faster and faster. Spring comes faster and faster. Winter comes faster and faster. It just feels like that ball is going down the hill, and it's like, dang, somebody put on the brakes. Life is short. Enjoy it. It's not always easy to do. You know, life gets in the way of us enjoying things sometimes. So I hope you're having or had when you hear this a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Remember why all of the people that have given their lives for our country so that we can be free and enjoy this weekend. Don't forget them. Oh, I've already had a busy day today, so I'm just taking that moment to collect my thoughts. I had to do a little stop there as Mr. Craig Backus came in the door. He knew I was doing my podcast. Sometimes you just got to wonder, really. Anyhow, um, it is Memorial Day weekend, and there's a lot to do on Memorial Day weekend. I hope you're finding something fun to do. The weather here in Chicago has been beautiful. We've had a lot to do. We've done a lot of things this weekend. We went for a 10-mile bike ride on the lake, my first bike ride in forever, and my first bike ride on my new electric bike. So I know a lot of you have electric bikes. If you don't, highly recommend. A little bit of a learning curve. I got a fabulous one. It's got flat feet technology. So when you stop, you're meant to be flat footed. I needed to make sure I had as much control over my bike as possible. I found that they go really fast. Even on the slowest speed was a little fast for me. Plus, we were on the bike trail along the lake. And, and it's, it was Friday before Memorial Day weekend. So there were a lot of people. It was a little unnerving. But the more I rode, the more confident I got and the better I did. I wear a helmet. Safety first. I think I did very well. Everybody thought I should be wrapped in bubble wrap, but I did okay. So each time I think I'll get better and better. But it was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful ride. We did 10 miles. Felt really good. I walked my bike from our condo to the lakefront. But I think next time there's a road that doesn't have a lot of traffic that we could take. And I am going to attempt to ride in Chicago city traffic. Ooh, that's scary, isn't it? But I think it's it's a lot better than walking your bike, even though, you know, the cool thing about the electric bike is or at least mine has a um, a walking assist. So when you're walking it, you just push a button and it helps you walk it. But they're still heavy. It's still people on the sidewalks. And I'm going to attempt the great ride in 
um, the city of Chicago. Tomorrow, we're going to Morton Arboretum. Yes, Morton Salt, the uh, m- the magnet. His, it used to be his home and property. It's a beautiful, stunning piece of property outside the city of Chicago. They have five new sculptures in the Arboretum. So we are going. We're meeting Craig's sister there tomorrow at 1130. And we're going to go check out the Arboretum and look at the new Um, sculpture. So I think that should be some fun. And then I leave on Wednesday to head to California again. Going to see my friends, missing my friends. So we're going to, I'm going to fly in on Wednesday, have lunch with some, my work friends and uh, stay with my friend, Mary. And then my best buddy Lynn is going to come down and we are going to the Gloria day women's retreat down at the Welk Resort in Encinitas for three days. And then I'll come home Monday. And then Wednesday of next week, the following week, I have my great niece and nephew, Chris and Brooke, flying in for four days. So it's going to be a whirlwind. Buckle up, people. I got things to do and places to be. But like we've talked about before, life is short trying to squeeze it all in, but I'm still trying to let Craig know that I just cannot go 24 hours a day. Even today, we went to church, went to our, came back home, went back over for our class. Then we took the train up north and went to breakfast at this great Swedish restaurant with the most incredible cinnamon rolls. It was a fabulous breakfast place. Took the train back home and Craig's like, do you want to go over to, uh, what is it, um, Nordstrom's rack and look at I'm like no I don't I want to go home I have a podcast to do I have things to do but uh, he I think he's over there now looking for shoes that will fit into his bike cages for his pedal he he has the fancy racing bike you know with those pedal cages and I know everybody was worried about me falling on my bike ride. But to be honest, when we came to a stop, we were stopped at this cute little place, going to get something to drink. Craig's foot got caught in his cage and he tumbled over on his bike, standing still, not moving and tore his pants, which he was very upset about and skinned his knee a little in his hand. But he's in such great shape that he takes that in stride. He's amazing. Me, I'd be in the hospital and I would be able to to move for a year. But uh, yeah, it wasn't me that took the first tumble this season. So sorry, Craig, three under the bus there. Uh, again, I hope that you're excited about your summer. I hope you've got some plans. We, I, I have a lot of plans, a very busy summer. One of the things I'm most looking forward to, and I'll share with you as our church does summer in the city and they bring kids in from all around and they give them um, because it's I know it's hard to believe, but kids that are even one or two miles outside of the city or they've never seen the lake, they've never been to museums, they don't know the, the buzz of a city and the fun of a city. So there's usually about 35 kids, they said, and we do events at the church, which is where I'm going to help out because church is right across the street. I don't think I think I am too old now to run and keep up with kids. But um, what a great experience. And I'm excited to watch the kids experience that. So that's one of the things I'm doing this summer. I'll keep you up to date on that. Well, I think that's enough about chit chat about me and my life. It's going well, everyone. Oh, I know what I didn't talk about is um, 
June 8th will be a year since the cats and I drove down Ohio Avenue into Chicago. We drove all the way from California and started our life here in Chicago. So we're coming up to a year in Chicago. Last year at this time, I was with Alec and Sharon in Denver and enjoying my Memorial Day weekend there. I can't believe it's been a year, but it has. And I survived all four seasons. Yes, I took a little break during December, but I did enjoy it. I do love it and I have no regrets. All right. Sit back again. Grab your coffee. Grab your make sure you have tissues because I don't know about you, but I know this segment is going to make me cry. The loss of a pet. It's a really hard thing. If you've never had a pet, you might not understand this next segment. But if you've had a pet, I know you've lost one. And safe to say that pets become family members. I've had pets since I was a child. I've lost a multitude of pets. And it's never easy As the mom of a family that's always had pets, I've always been the one that's had to make the hard decisions for our animals. And for those of you that know us, would know us well, we had two dogs, um, Shen and Bonsai, and we had two kitties, Jingle and Belle. The first one we lost was Jingle. He was only nine, got very sick. And uh, so we had Belle and... Bonsai and Shen for a very long time as a little threesome. And in the span of six months, we lost all three. And it was devastating. It's still devastating. Um, An interesting thing is we lost all three and I thought, okay. And Craig and I also knew our life was in flux at the time. And we weren't sure whether we were going to be coming to Chicago, living in a car. We didn't know where we were going to live. We didn't know what we were going to do. There was a lot going on. And so we just talked about it and we decided at first we thought we'll take an old dog and just, you know, let it live out a good life with us. And the dog we were going to get didn't work out. And, So we just thought we'll go with no animals till we know what we're doing in our life and where we're going and where we're headed. And then I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. We ended up getting two kitties that have been fabulous and we now live in a high rise condo and it couldn't be better than for kitties. But I miss my dogs. I love cats and I love dogs. And let me tell you something. You don't have to be on one side or the other. They both bring different things to your life. But I miss that bonsai and I miss my shen. (laughs) And I don't want another dog. I want them back. That's my problem. (laughs) I don't want another dog. I want them back. I don't know if any of you can relate to that, but, but that's kind of where I'm at on the dog thing right now. We do, like I said, have these two wonderful kitties that have fulfilled Craig's in my life in that void that we had for animals. I lasted, I think, a month with no animals. And when we decided to get them, we went our, our child, Kyle, um, helps our rescue. And Kyle had told us about this dog, his name, I mean, dog, this cat, his name was Troy at the time. And he had three legs missing one of his back legs. He was hit by a car. Sorry if you hear background noise. It's just the way it is today. And we went 
the night before to take a look at them. They were in PetSmart and he was out. They were cleaning cages and he was out with his baby kitty. And at the time, her name was Varicella. And she was a tiny little baby kitty and he loved her and he played with her. And we noticed that. And so the next day when we came for our appointment, we had them bring out Troy, a.k.a. Patrick. And we fell in love with Patrick. And my husband said, can you let that baby kitty out of the cage over there? And they let Varicella out and she flew across that room and jumped right on top of um, Patrick. And we knew it was meant to be. So we took them both. Their names are now Patrick and Pickles, and they live a very nice high rise life here in Chicago. And they are as attached. They are a bonded pair. They are attached as they've ever been. I still miss my dogs. So let's talk about pet loss. Pet loss is never easy. It's never easy when they suddenly pass away or they pass away after a long illness or you have to make that horrifying decision. And about making that decision for your animal, it's something I've talked with my sister about. I've talked with friends about. They expect you, your pet expects you to make that decision. They will do everything they can. They will hang on as long as they can for you in pain, failing, it's they look to us to make that decision to give them the peace that they need. So never feel bad. Never second guess that decision. It nobody makes it lightly. It costs a bloody fortune. And we make those decisions with our hearts and trust yourself. So we're going to talk about first off the journey of grief and loss. The relationship you have with your pet is special and sacred. When this relationship changes, you may experience many different feelings, and that's okay. Grief and loss is the necessary joining a journey of healing. Things to know about this journey. Grief is a personal response to loss. The hurt you're feeling is because the relationship with your pet mattered. If your pet is diagnosed with a terminal illness, you may experience anticipatory grief, feeling bad before it even happens. Whether death, a chronic medical diagnosis, or behavior changes in your pet, loss can come in many forms. There are two types of primary and secondary loss. Primary loss is the loss such as a death, a medical diagnosis, or a change in behavior. A secondary loss are incurred as a result of the primary loss. These might include but are not limited to not being able to walk your dog, giving away your pet's things, and or change in daily routine. And I will tell you, that's the thing that hit me the most with dogs. With dogs, there's a specific routine. And that secondary loss has just devastated me. With cats, I think you get the primary loss. And yes, there is some of that secondary loss, but that secondary loss with dogs, dogs are very routine creatures. The grieving process is individualized. You may grieve differently for each loss you experience. The grieving process has no time limits. People may ask, aren't you over it already? Some losses we never get over. I'm never going to get over the loss of um, Bonsai and Shen. I don't cry about it every day. Just when I talk about it on, on the podcast, I guess. Your, your relationship with your pet never diminishes. Your pet lives on through your thoughts, heart, and memories, and photos, and photos, and photos. The grieving process requires us to share our losses with others in order to heal. 
The part of the process is called mourning. In some cultures, mourning might be wearing black clothes or engaging in a ritual that lets others know you're grieving. Share your grief with those you trust, including joining a pet loss support program. Uh, That is something I highly recommend. Um, I didn't do it. I probably should have. I was in the midst of the move and everything else. Pet loss sometimes is considered a disenfranchised loss. A disenfranchised loss is any loss that society does not deem as important. And those have not been through it deem it not important. That's for sure. Some people will not understand the depth of your relationship with your pet and will minimize your feelings. That's why you got to be careful with who you share. Share with those you trust. Rituals are important during this time because it allows us to express our grief. Find ways to memorialize your pet. And I got a beautiful painting of my pets um, by my from my son's friend and a fabulous holder with their faces painted on it. Just some amazing things. Grief may express itself physically as well as emotionally and mentally. It's always a good idea to follow up with your doctor to make sure the physical symptoms aren't something more serious. There are many types of grief and some require the support of a mental health professional or grief counselor. And if you're in that, if you think you need help, always get help, whether it's this or something else. Relationships are hard and whether it's a loss of a pet or a loss of a relationship or trying to sustain a relationship. Self-care is always, you know, I harp on self-care. Self-care will be important more than ever, but it will be challenging to do. Don't allow your guilt or shame to trick you into thinking you don't deserve to be taken care of during this difficult time. And that a lot of times comes from having to make that difficult decision about your pet. You are always worthy of self-care. The grief symptoms table. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about grief symptoms. So there's physical symptoms. Can be a headache, an appetite change, sleep problems, nausea, fatigue, dry mouth, dehydration, breathing difficulties, chest pains, a choking feeling, and butterflies. So again, I'm going to tell you, if you're feeling those and you're worried, please seek out your doctor. If you've had a loss, those things can be can manifest in the physical. They also obviously we know manifest in the emotional fear, relief, anger, guilt, loneliness, longing for your pet, helplessness, numbness, helplessness, hopeless, sadness, isolation. All those things can happen. You can have cognitive changes. And this is somewhere where we're going to talk about a senior. You can have memory loss. You can have deep concerns, difficulty making decisions, confusions, changing your skills, keeping your same schedule, crying, Those are things that, you know, all can be caused by the loss of a pet. Hallucinations, crying uncontrollably, sorrow, muscle pain, weakness, dizziness, listlessness. All those things can be from losing a pet. There are many services available. And I did my research and... Where I found the most information, obviously, is a great resource is UC Davis's veterinary medicine. 
Their website is full of all kinds of things. So client support services are available to help UC Davis's veterinarian hospital clients in many ways. So if you're a client of theirs, if you're not, seek them out in your area. Talk to your veterinarian. You know, at one time I had thought about being a pet loss grief counselor. There's actually classes you can go to for that. Check out there's ongoing monthly groups that help you understand all the aspects of the end of life decisions and, and help children understand pet loss, help the family, help everyone. If there's someone in the family that doesn't feel the grief and thinks that what your feelings isn't, isn't valuable, these groups will help you with that. They will help you see that, you know, your grief is, is real and it manifests in all kinds of ways. I want to really touch on pet loss for seniors. And I think there's a lot of things. Um, Coping with the loss of the pet can be especially hard for seniors. Those who live alone may feel a loss of purpose and an immense emptiness. I can't stress that enough. If you have a parent and they've lost a pet and you're just like, good, you don't need to take care of it anymore. Don't think like that. This is... A pet is a purpose. It gives people a lot of purpose. So think about that before you ever think that way when you're thinking of a senior citizen and the loss of an animal. Their pet's death may also trigger painful memories of other losses. You know, the older we are, the more pets we've lost. And I know that each time I've lost a pet, oh yes, it triggers memories. It triggers memories of each pet that has entered my life and left For these reasons, it's critical that senior pet owners take steps to cope with their loss by interacting with family and friends, contacting a pet support group or volunteering at a local humane society or shelter. There are so many places you can um, volunteer to help with pets. I know Kyle does, and it's each pet smart has a different um rescue group that uses their um, area for pets. And Kyle goes in once a week in the night shift and changes the boxes and does all that and plays with the cats and, and all of that. So there's so many things you can do. The client support services can help guide seniors through this difficult grieving process. So uh, the other thing to think about seniors is in, when we lose a pet, Um, getting another pet. Pets live a long time. Having a plan for that pet. Um, In your dead Marcy notebook that you should have by now, (laughs) from the very first episode, if you don't, just email me at agingfast1 at gmail.com and I'm happy to send you um, the what comes next notebook or the dead Marcy notebook. And in that, you should have a plan for your pet if your pet's going to outlive you. But that's something that seniors think about. It's like, should I get another dog? You know, by the time it's 13, I'm going to be this many years. If you don't want to make a commitment to a pet, what about fostering? So many of these rescues get so many animals and they can only keep so many. And so they look for fosters. And if you're fostering, you're not making a commitment. I'm not going to say that you won't change your mind and that foster, you will become a foster failed parent. But I'm saying that it gives you an option to have an animal in your life that you have not committed to forever. So think about that. Think about fostering 
and all the things that you can do to help the pet world, because God knows there's a lot of animals in this world that need help. Don't give up on your pet journey. I know for me, it took me a month to swing me back. And uh, I knew that a dog wasn't going to be the right thing, but we've always had cats. So a cat was an easy decision for us to make. And we picked two winners. Patrick and Pickles bring so much joy to our life and purpose. Yes, they have a routine. Yes, they want their food in the morning. They don't need to be walked. I have, oh, and one of the greatest things I have for my cats is I have a litter robot. And it's the best thing ever. I've had cats all my life. I wish I had a litter robot. It cleans the cat box for you. And about every, with two cats, about every three to four days, you just take the bag out, put another one in, and and it works its magic. My cats were never afraid of it. They used it right away. And I am very grateful for my litter robot. So... For seniors, that also makes it a little easier. You're not bending over all the time, that type of thing. And you just have to deal with it every once in a while. I also have an automatic waterer, which I love. I do not have an automatic feeder, but oh, I do. It's Craig. Anyways, I am not going to have a senior moment today. I am going to remind us to think about why Memorial Day we happened because you'll have had it behind you. Think about others. Go out in the world and do some good. Stop by your local shelter if you don't have a pet and you think you might want one. There's a lot out there that need our love. Don't ever let the loss of your pet keep you from getting a new one. There's a lot out there that need your love, need your support, and will fill your life with so much joy. You can reach me at agingfast1 at gmail.com agingfast1 at gmail.com. You can go to my website, which is agingaintforsissiespodcast.com. You can hear this podcast on off my website. You can also get it on everywhere that has podcasts. That is Apple Podcasts. Um, anything you can think of, you can find this podcast there. I ask that you share it with your friends. We are growing, but in order for me to get advertisers, which is something I really want to do. I need to have a thousand downloads a month and I'm at about 500 a month. So I need to double that. So tell your friends, share this podcast. And again, if you have any episodes that you would love to hear or information you feel you need from me, please let me know. And remember what I always tell you, aging ain't for sissies.